Hello everybody, today I am speaking from The Ocean Podcast. My name is Carlos and I am over here with a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Indra Fire and I'm the other person doing this podcast. Yes, so in this podcast we tend to talk about many, many, many things. We tend to ramble a lot and talk, just rant and go off subject a lot. And question a lot of things and from one subject to another you see how it goes. The name of our podcast is The Ocean Podcast. The reason I like to call it The Ocean Podcast is not specifically because I want to stick under a certain theme of, you know, the ocean and sea life, but more as the ocean is a big represent, uh, can, can represent a lot. So the, the ocean can be a vast body of many things. So, so is our podcast, I would like to think of, a, a big a big body of just a big mumbo-jumbo, which we tend to try and make sense of. So what would you like to talk about today? Do you have any things you'd like to present? Okay, so I thought it'd be really fun to talk about trance. A lot of people um, think that trance, you can only listen to trance if you're on drugs. Um, so I thought that was an interesting thing to talk about because it's also very relevant to like where we live, Goa, which is like the hotspot for trance. For, for side trans, it is, it is, that's a very true statement because side trans is a, is a, is a very vast genre. I, I, tend, I, I produce music and I don't specifically produce one genre of music. I'm into learning every kind of music and, and trying to gather as much as I can from just different kinds of music. And, when people tend to go to one side trans party, and especially one side trans party in a place like here in Goa or some, somewhere hardcore, and, and then they just stand around the party and, and, and just listen to the music, and then they see all of these people which are probably under the use of some substances, and they're just walking around and they're like, I don't enjoy this music at all, this, this music is drug music. And then if you, and that's because of, well, from what I think, because the, the music that, that you hear at these rave parties is, is just one subcategory of, of side trends, of trends. And when you, when you go to these parties, and then, or someone goes to one of these parties and listens to the music and goes, I don't like this music, this music is meant for people who are taking weird things. It's, it's because also when you hear the music, it's so high frequency, so high pitched, that you can't even make sense of it no, when you're hearing it for the first time. But then, when you look at other sidetrans songs, just from online producers, you know, it doesn't have to be at a rave party. Or it can be at a rave party, just a, a different kind of one. The, it can be much much more in sync with the frequencies, and it's not so, like, in your face and pushed out. And it can, it can be much more uh, enjoyable, even when you're completely sober and you're just listening to music, maybe from your house. I think the reason why a lot of people say that trance music is only for drugs is because the environment. When in people most likely get an uh, encounter with trance music is when they go to a party, when they come to Goa. Whatever. Right, yes. And when they do go to these parties and they see all these really bright lights, you know, and these, these like fire dancing people they, they and, probably you know, have and the crazy stages. Oh, yeah, all the crazy state, uh, stages. Yeah, yeah lights and music and just like everything even the people the way they're dressed the way they talk right, the way they're right. dancing 
And Go is, is, is tended to, to be looked at as some kind of mothership for, for Psytrance because, because it just has a kind of culture associated with it. When, mm-hmm. when you go to these rave parties, no one gives a, a crap about anything. Everyone just lets, lets free and, and, I think and be the, whoever they want to be and <laughs> do what they want to do. I think for the people who live in Goa, like the kids, we can kind of understand that, okay, yeah, there are people taking substances who are either on holiday or, you know, having a fun time Definitely, or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, we can, like, understand that people are just going there just to have a dance, just to, you know, yeah, move however yeah. they want to move. But I think the reason why Goa can sometimes get a bad reputation is because we're very transparent. Right. We're very, like, yeah, my, you know, my dad left me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is not necessarily true to me, but to a lot of other people and so when these other people come from different countries it's a bit of a culture shock you know they're like oh wow um you guys are doing trance oh wow that person's doing drugs oh what and then i think immediately then it just kind of gets that reputation of oh you can only enjoy it if you're on drugs because that's everyone in goa but it's not because i feel like when you live in goa you just harness this like different kind of Mm -hmm. lifestyle and personality that when other people tend to like see it, they might interpret it as, oh, she's a bit bonkers. Yeah, definitely. But to us, I think it's just a bit normal. But even then, a lot of people who like have been living in Goa for very long do kind of believe, oh yeah, trance is really dark, trance is really this, trance right, is really yeah. that. But again, I feel like any music could be really dark. Exactly, I feel like anything exactly. could be dark. Yeah. It's just the way <clears throat> you've been exposed to it, which is maybe, and, I, and, and, and I've noticed, I've noticed this great like shock. I, I, sometimes I, 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 visit, I visited these Psytrans venues just to check them out, and you see this one artist, and he's playing quite melodic melodies, quite understandable stuff, and it's really it keeps you in. It's it's really nice. It's well structured. It's well made. And then he ends his set, and you're like, okay, well, you know, that wasn't that bad. I was completely fine and I, I thought it was it was it was just great but then the next artist comes and just as any other music there's dark types but this is a, a dark artist with with side trends and the music he's playing in that moment it's just it's so it's so full-on but at the same time it's so heavy it's so heavy that it's almost like you, I, you can't understand it and, and and then I can see someone just goes to the one of the rave parties and and just hears that dark music and then goes what what is this? This isn't even music. But then, if you look through through other types, you you, you will see that there's that there's good in trend just as there's good in any other music. And at the end of the day, it is subjective. Mm, I agree with that. But I think may, maybe a factor that could be um, affecting people who say, "Oh yeah, the trance is for drug people," is that. Is that what I'm uh, oh yeah, that it could have been commercialized, you know, when obviously maybe Goa is a heavy big tourism spot, you know, that's how Goa makes its money. Right, we're, right. We're, we supply to the tourism people and maybe, you know, these commercial raves or many of the nightclubs, I think, um, mm-hmm. they do, they understand the market, that people want to come here, they want to get really drunk, they want to forget about their... A nine to four job. They right, want to, you know, yeah. they want to forget about their stressful blah blah blah, and live they just want to have a good time. Yeah, like live and go. If, like if it's their last day or something. Yeah, and I know like a lot of people around India who are like Indian citizens, 
from like Pune and Bombay and various other kind of, uh, states. So they say, oh yeah, we always want to come to Goa because you know Goa's got the beaches because Goa has that vibe, that just chilled out vibe. And I think that's also how we kind of lure in these tourists. Mm-hmm. We're like, we'll give you this lifestyle for this price and for two hours, you know, and they'll walk out and be yeah. like, wow. And then I think maybe automatically they think, oh yeah, that's the Goa lifestyle where you just sit around every day and you do nothing and, you know, you have fun. They, but I they, think they sort of idolize Goa, Goa lifestyle in a way, like, oh, we come here, you know, we, we let free, we just... You, we be who you want. And, and then you, you see the people also stay in Goa long term and then have that kind of ideology. And it's not necessarily a bad one, but then they just kind of lose all cares for life and they can get really lost in Goa. That's why I see, I see Goa as more of a place when if you're coming here to, to party, it's, it's, it, the people who come here for the shortest time in, in, the, in the party scene are the people who are, are going to be the safest because the people who stay and go the longest and then just live that party life or, yeah, Goa is a carefree place, I do whatever I want, they tend to become, there they can, they can be some pretty odd-standing people in, in that matter because they just kind of lose direction in their life and then they don't know what to do. And, and that can, can, and I can also reflect that with the people who come to visit Goa and then see these people and see this culture and they're like, what? This is, this is not right, it's, this is too crazy. But, but then you see other people here in Goa because it's a place full of other cultures and different people and you'll find that just as there's these weird dark people who, who I don't know what they're doing, you see that there's just as many like loving, caring people who, who try to live to, to the best of their ability and, and, and create and do something beautiful. So I think in both sides, it can, it's a, it, it, can, it can be a pretty good place. And at the same time, I can see why people get that different perception when they do come to Goa. Yeah, but like, I feel like that's anywhere. There's always a good side and there's always a bad side to everything. If it, you're relating that to like a human being, if you're relating that to like a country or food or whatever, you know, if, let's say a cheeseburger it tastes really good but it's probably really bad for you you know (laughs) but because we're going so transparent and everyone's very honest you know this is my lifestyle this is what i do this is how we do it that people are like well you're not meant to say that out loud you're meant to keep that a secret you know because that's just kind of how people behave nowadays you know it's a bit more you, you're not honest. You always want to portray the perfect image, like on social media or right. on so many different platforms and it's what even a, in real life. It's what our generation has come to, you know, just portraying this fake digital self. That you, it's not even the real you, it's just uh, another version of you. That's not a super loud. So yeah, I think nowadays our generation or our, our group of people growing up in 2019 2000. The problem that we've been faced with is we have this amazing, uh, like amazing platforms to to present an image, a perfect image of who we are, really easily, right? But I do think our, maybe, I'm not quite sure which generation it is, but maybe Generation Z, I don't know what it's called. But I think we are breaking breaking that because you see a lot of like young people 
online, either on like TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and they're like, yeah, I'm depressed. Ha ha ha, that's funny. Like, there's also a very like dark comedy that yeah. is very relatable. Yeah. So I think. Like, We've been yeah, and, presented and, and, with this and problem even, where we can't... Even if you look into the modern rap culture, if you look at... Not com- completely comparing everything, but then if you... Let, say for instance, I, I, I give you two examples. If you look at 90s hip-hop and you look at many famous artists from, from, from that time and then you look at the way they were portray their songs, their tracks and their lyrics and then you would see how... Some, some artists would be very meaningful. They were like almost, when you're sounding it, you could almost see that they, they really put in their heart into it, their, their, their mind and their soul into it because they were passionate about it. You, you kind of feel that passion. And then you can look at other more modern day artists in, the, in today's rap industry. And it's, it's almost like a joke to the, to the old community of rap which actually cared about portraying something meaningful and giving out a good message because now it's almost like, oh, haha, look at me, I'm so cool, I'm, I, I have 20 tattoos on my face and I, and I do all of this crazy stuff. I take so much of these random pills and everything. If, if you look at these rap lyrics from these new modern day artists, you, you'll start to see these patterns of just, you know, trying to uh, show other people that, you, that, that they are better than them when they're really big oddballs and I guess as you said you do see it everywhere and you especially can can compare it in, in, in that certain manner. Yeah I think with this whole portray the perfect image I think it's been around ever since humans have ever existed but I think it's just over the, like the years and over the generations and over the de- decades and centuries and whatever it just gets exaggerated you know, I feel like we've always had that human desire to be like, I am perfect, I am everything I want to be, I am this, I am that, and then... And I guess we've never had so much freedom in, in, the, in, our, in, this, in our time. We never had so much freedom to express that so much yeah, so compared think, to the generation and the world we live in today. I think people who just say, oh, it's only this generation and it's only you know, the young people who do this... I don't know, I feel like it's been around since forever and now we've just had the chance to really like exploit yeah, it. Yeah, but exactly. I also, like I said before, I do believe that we're also breaking that and that it's, yeah, it because can be a problem, but there's so much like awareness nowadays with social media, you know, like there's so many movements going on and there's so many people online that are very honest. And very open-minded. Yeah, very open-minded and, and through social media and stuff. And you we, can learn so much from it. Yeah, we've had like um, the plus size uh, women models doing their thing, and we've had the LGBT community doing their thing, and there's so many other things that's going on, and so many other people who are, you know, just doing them, and mm-hmm. their voice can be heard to such a global scale because of social media. Right, of course. And again, it just results to, oh yeah, there's always a good side and there's always a bad side. If it's Goa, if it's a cheeseburger, if it's social media. I think we can we can definitely end it with that. It was it was a great conversation because at the end of the day, in, in just the world we do live in today, there's there's so many. If you if you if you compare it to previous times, there's many behaviors and patterns that humans have have always had these weird kind of uh, places that our minds can go into. But not until more recently have we been able to so freely be able to express ourselves and 
and create like almost the, the perfect uh, thing or person you want to be digitally and suffer almost no consequences because you know you have that behind a curtain sort of tool so it's it's definitely really crazy yeah okay so that's the end of this podcast um thank you very much for staying with us for around 16 to 17 minutes this has been very fun and i hope you guys got to enjoy if you tuned in for this entire podcast and i will see you in the next one